All right, everybody, this is Rick. I'd like to welcome you. I'm coming to you from Liberty Reef, as usual. And uh, this is our first official relaunch of the Producer Revolution membership. This is our first Thursday night call. We'll be here each week on Thursday night at 7 o'clock, and we invite you to be here with us. We will be recording this call, as you heard uh, our call attendant uh, say on and off and on and off. We'll record each of these calls and make them available to members of the Producer Revolution via an email after the call each night. So if you happen to miss the call, you can listen to it uh, online. If anybody has trouble getting those, you're welcome to contact me and uh, I'll get those to you. As we get started, I will be the host of these calls, and I look forward to adding additional participants. Hopefully some of you will be sufficient, uh, sufficiently trained and confident in teaching the basic seven lectures on liberty, and you can uh, help us by hosting these calls from time to time if you feel inclined. So. Those of you who, who may be interested in that, there's a seed to plant for you. But, but welcome. This is an exciting night. As some of you have been observing, we have been rolling forward over the last two weeks in ways that uh, are very exciting. There's a lot of good things going on, and we're going to cover some of that in the call tonight. Uh, by way of getting started, let me just preview uh, the structure of the call tonight. I'm going to do a few minutes here of announcements uh, and cover some basic information, uh, both for those on the call and and also, so you have as a reference uh, in the recording in the future if you have some of these questions. And after we do some of those housekeeping items and uh, go over some of those details, we're going to cover a portion of the seven lectures on liberty. And uh, at the end of the call, I will answer any questions or comments uh, or, or thoughts or comments, and we will take those in three ways. You can email me uh, during the call. Uh, you can just use the support at libertypledge.com email. You can message me on Facebook if you'd like, if you've already got that information. Or uh, I will make some time available at the end of the call. It's usually not very popular, uh, but I will make it available for anybody who would like to chime in to unmute themselves and uh, ask a question, make a comment, or share information, that kind of thing. So that's how we will uh, structure the call. And We'll proceed uh, under that formula. I, it's about 7.05. I anticipate the call will be completed by 8 p.m. Uh, respect your time and, and the investment of your time here in our call. And as we move forward with the producer revolution, I'd like to keep that as a, as a ritual, as a, as a good standard for us. So, again, welcome members of the producer revolution and guests, if there are any uh, who are participating. Um, we have had so many things going on over the last week. I want to cover a few announcements, and then I'll give you some information. Uh, as some of you know, uh, we have recently launched libertypledge.com. Uh, obviously, uh, if you're a member of the Producer Revolution, uh, you, you've been told that by email or in person, and you've visited there and taken the pledge. Uh, that resource is there for all of us to refer others who are like-minded, who may want to associate with us and who may benefit from associating with us and 
who we may benefit uh, by associating with. So uh, please uh, use uh, thelibertypledge.com as, as a tool. Send people there. And when you send people there, uh, they will be invited to participate on not only these calls, but uh, they'll also be invited to, to help us in other areas build the American Liberty Society. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, I'm happy with that. We're currently split testing two different pledge pages. Uh, I, I'm, if some of you have noticed that you may be receiving one version of the pledge page and, and someone else's may look different, we're you know, doing some testing to see which one uh, you know, has a better, better response out there. If you've got also thoughts, ideas, comments, or questions about the Liberty Pledge or LibertyPledge.com, please feel free to, to share them. The next thing that some or most of you should know is we also have uh, now relaunched the Producer Revolution membership formally and the American Liberty League. And I wanted to take just a minute to explain this, especially to those who haven't been participating with us in any of our pre-launch calls or who haven't been uh, associated with us or the Producer Revolution uh, previously. Uh, let me see. I've got someone asking for a PIN number to log in, so I'm going to text them that while I'm taking a minor segue here. Read your emails. I've, I've, I send the pins in, in all the emails. So, um, The American Liberty Society is the broad umbrella of our cause as we move forward. And underneath that umbrella, we will do many things and have many ventures. The primary membership of the American Liberty Society is made up of a two-tier membership program. The first tier of the membership program is the free online membership, and the name of that tier is called the Producer Revolution, and that is a global membership. We have individuals already who have signed up in multiple countries, also all across the United States, and that is because we want this to be open. We want to share the ideas of liberty. We want to organize, participate, and inform as many like-minded people as possible, and this is the first way as part of the, building the American Liberty Society that we're doing that. So the first tier is our free online membership program that consists primarily of these Thursday night calls where as we progress, the purpose of these Thursday night calls will serve multiple purposes or multiple ends. The first purpose is to give announcements, to share information, and to coordinate because we get lots of email correspondence, telephone correspondence, lots of in-person interactions. We want to keep people informed about what we're doing, what the organization's doing, what the membership's doing. And uh, we also want to acknowledge individuals who are doing things and who are accomplishing things and who uh, may be looking for uh, others to participate with them or, or want to share information that's useful to other liberty-minded individuals. And so if you have announcements or ideas or thoughts that you'd like to share, uh, send them to us and we will incorporate those into the beginning of each call. We anticipate when that gets you know, detailed enough and thorough enough, we'll be sending out an email newsletter. And that's the second part of the producer revolution is keeping in touch with individuals via email. And if you have taken the pledge and click join the producer revolution, you're on that email list. And the way you know you're on that email list is because you're getting the invitations to these calls each week. And so the second tier 
of our membership program is our dues-paying membership, which is our full civic service and liberty activism organization. The primary effort there is to literally accomplish and finish what was only started by America's founders. Our primary emphasis is on Jefferson's civic ward system, organizing individuals in, in literal, physical groups of, of like-minded, active, concerned citizens who are engaged in working together to increase their individual, family, and community freedom, prosperity, and peace. We organize into groups of roughly 10 families when we have enough organized in an area, 50 families called roundtables, 100 families called forums, uh, 1,000 families for community councils and community centers. One of the hallmarks of our effort with the American Liberty League is to build brick-and-mortar community centers in areas where we have a large concentration of members, and we call these community centers Liberty Centers, uh, which will be the center in our communities for all of our divisions or our guild activities, which I'll cover in just a minute. The uh, whole point here is to organize ourselves in a way to take action and to be effective in all of the key areas of liberty in our communities and to literally rebuild liberty-based society and government uh, organizationally uh, by organizing households and uh, communities uh, under this model. Now, um, one of the things we're doing right now is we're looking for individuals who are interested in being leaders in that effort, uh, specifically chapter leaders. Uh, we want to have a chapter leader who's organizing this program as a community organizer. We're lit literally engaged in liberty-based community organizing. This is something that the enemies of freedom have been doing for a long time in this country very successfully, and it's about time liberty-minded people get themselves informed, educated, and organized. So if you are interested in being a community organizer in this cause, and, and right now what we're looking for is chapter leaders, uh, drop me a line, drop us a line. You can just email support at libertypledge.com. It's the best way to make sure that message gets to me. Any other way you know how is fine too, but that's the best. And uh, we'd like to have at least one chapter leader in each key county where we have sufficient members. Uh, in, in some counties where we have lots of members, we'll obviously have to divide those counties into multiple chapters. We're already uh, seeing that in, in some places here in the Rocky Mountain West. So our membership program in building the American Liberty Society is divided into those two tiers, the Producer Revolution and the American Liberty League. Now, everyone who joins the Producer Revolution is invited to join the American Liberty League. And everyone who does become a dues-paying member of the American Liberty League is a member uh, inclusively of the Produce Revolution and is invited to join and participate with us on these Thursday calls. The League, when it's organized uh, physically under those chapter leaders, will also meet on Tuesday nights for League meetings. We'll talk about that in just a second, the details of that in just a second. And until we have a chapter leader in your area, 
So until you step up to the plate and become a chapter leader or until we have a chapter leader in your area, you will be invited to participate virtually with us by calling in to our Liberty Reef chapter. And we'll do that also on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. So if you, if you want to join the American Liberty League and you want to participate in our full civic service and liberty activism program, I invite you to do that. You can learn more. I sent out emails today uh, giving you more information about that. I invite you to do that, and I invite you to get started with that. Um, there is much to be done. Now, the, the league is also uh, not just for information. It's for activism, doing things that are productive, that are coordinated, and that are strategically designed to spread the cause of liberty. And to accomplish this, we're organizing the membership into seven key divisions based on the fundamentals of liberty or the fundamental seeds of liberty. And each of those divisions we call guilds, but each of those divisions or guilds will elect a leader uh, and will have a leader uh, for their specific emphasis and their specific activities and their specific organization. And, and that is, just quickly to review, again, divided into each of the seven categories, religion, education, government, law and policy, that's, that's all one, uh, health and wellness, business and economy, um, art and culture, and recreation. We also have a general guild uh, for families and family issues. All of the members of the league are invited and free to participate in as many or as few of those guilds as they choose, but that's how we will coordinate, plan, strategize, and carry out specific initiatives, campaigns, activities, etc. So if, if all you can do right now is join with us on the Producer Revolution, that's great. The Producer Revolution is about getting your mind straight, getting your mind clear, and then organizing and, and being connected with um, like-minded individuals. If that's all you can do for now, keep coming every Thursday night. And then we'll keep inviting you to join with us in the American Liberty League. That's our membership program in a nutshell. If you've got comments, questions, ideas, uh, things like that, again, drop us a line. I'll also answer any questions here at the end of the call. Uh, Jules is telling me I sound out of breath. I'm just excited. We've got a lot of information to cover, and, and the truth of the matter is we're running a marathon. I mean, we're, we're in full sprint uh, in defense and advocacy of the cause of liberty. And I hope you feel that passion. I hope you will allow it to be rekindled inside of you. I understand that in the world that we live in, it's easy to become discouraged and to feel alone and to you know, feel like you don't know what to do or that what you're doing is not being effective. And the first remedy for that is to associate with others uh, and receive and give strength through the exchange of ideas, support, uh, etc. And that's a great reason why we're getting together on Thursday night. So um, other announcements, uh, the, in addition to the Producer Revolution and the American Liberty League now being uh, officially launched and rolling forward, uh, we have also now uh, rolled forward our official mentoring and leadership program for adults in the league called Prosperity Quest Mentoring. 
and for youth uh, called Liberty Quest Mentoring. That includes our alternative to Common Core government education we call the Liberty Core. And if you'd like to learn more about that, watch your emails. That's an option that's available to league members. That uh, is a leadership training uh, for both leadership in your home and also leadership in any of your community organizations and including in the American Liberty Society. The primary benefit of that mentoring program, by the way, is improving uh, the intensity of your education related to living by these principles and the principles of liberty and building your relationships with your spouse and your companion and your, your, your children and your family members and your friends and, and managing those relationships in a way that they're conducive and helpful and fruitful in the cause of liberty. So if you're interested in that, uh, stay tuned to your email. Uh, that's something that's available to League members. Um, I want to acknowledge Morgan Philpott. Uh, last week, Morgan said about, I think it was last week, said about uh, doing some cottage meetings and sharing the message of liberty and our efforts to organize this new liberty-based society. Uh, Morgan met with multiple groups uh, and basically made himself available to travel around. Uh, he traveled uh, hundreds of miles uh, where people were willing to get together groups of friends. If you are interested in getting together uh, a group of friends who are like-minded and who would be interested in potentially joining with us, hearing our message, and uh, working to advance the cause of liberty, let us know. And uh, Morgan or uh, some other member of our um, American Liberty League will will contact you. And and perhaps we can get Morgan down your way to do a cottage meeting. Uh, perhaps Jewel or I can participate with him or you. Uh, but here's the point. Let's not have any excuses. Let's get going. Let's not wait for something else magically to happen. Uh, I, I acknowledge Morgan and those who helped make those cottage meetings possible. Uh, it is time. Uh, the, the producer revolution is the beginning of this movement, and uh, there's literally an open door uh, if you have passion, desire, and um, you know, feel to invest yourself and lend your strength to this cause. I think Morgan invited about 100 individuals to take the Liberty Pledge and uh, started many of them down that path, and we've seen fruit from that already. As a matter of fact, I know some of you on this call are uh, the direct result of those cottage meetings. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, we're, we want to see that continue. And uh, uh, I, I can't overstate. I, I invite you to share libertypledge.com with your friends. And if you want to get them together and you want to have a cottage meeting, get in touch with us. Now, let me transition here and talk about the kind of educational content of these calls uh, each Thursday. Again, the educational content of these calls is just one purpose, uh, staying informed, uh, hearing announcements, having the, a forum to, to give announcements, uh, to ask questions, to associate together. That's another part of that. So don't underestimate that part of it. But the primary curriculum for these Thursday calls is what we call the seven lectures on liberty. That doesn't mean we'll have seven lectures each night or, or, or that there will be seven lectures in a row. There are seven lectures, and we will cover portions of those lectures each Thursday. And at the beginning, it'll be me giving these presentations, but 
like I say, some of you who um, feel inclined to do so and, and have the uh, ability to do it, uh, we'd love to get you credentialed so you can do that teaching uh, as soon as you'd like and, and help out. Uh, the seven lectures on liberty, just to preview so you know what we're talking about, these are the basic principles that unite the lovers of liberty and that, that become the foundational language of our revolution. And, and I'll just preview them for you. I know some of you are familiar uh, with the outline, but uh, for those of you who aren't and those of you who are new, it would be good to jot this down. And we use a, a prime number formula uh, to help you know, explain and keep track of these concepts because the seven lectures covers a hundred key ideas related to liberty. But if you study them uh, or in an orderly way, it's very easy to memorize them, very easy to speak fluently, write fluently, and converse fluently um, on these topics. And it becomes essential to really make this movement successful to have people uh, using the common language of liberty. So the first lecture on liberty has to do with liberty itself being the primary value in free society and why that is. We call that the one choice because once an individual makes that choice that they will accept uh, and adopt liberty as their primary social value, then we as like-minded individuals can build on that foundation. Now, I'm not going to teach that lecture tonight. I'm just giving you an outline so you know what the lectures are. That's the first lecture, the one-choice lecture, and liberty is that choice. The next lecture is the two paradigms. And some of you have heard this talked about by others, but we talk about it very specifically and thoroughly because the reason liberty is in peril is not because one party controls some branch of the government, and it's not because corporations or some special interests uh, are, are, are too powerful in our society. It's not because we have the wrong leaders, and it's not because we have the wrong laws. It's because as a people we have become dull mentally and asleep to the basic ideas of liberty. And not only do we not recognize the one choice, but even when we do recognize the importance of liberty, we aren't consciously, as a people, generally aware of the two paradigms that result from adopting the value of liberty. And one is healthy and one is poison. One is the paradigm of scarcity. We sometimes call it the consumer condition. Um, it is a paradigm where most people live. In other words, most people will say that they like liberty, that they like freedom, that they want that in their life, but their ideas betray them. The other paradigm we call the producer paradigm or the liberty paradigm, sometimes the abundance paradigm. When I write it down on the left-hand side of a, a, a column, I write the consumer condition or the scarcity paradigm. Okay? And on the right-hand side, I write the producer paradigm or the liberty paradigm. Because there's two different ways we get to choose to view just about every event 
that happens on a day-to-day basis. And that worldview that we develop, most of us have assumed or taken upon ourselves unconsciously, and by just absorbing it as we grew up through our youth into adulthood, and we, most of us have never intentionally owned our paradigm or worldview, and even those who are very mentally astute have not generally done so with an eye towards liberty. Now, that's the problem. We are where we are because of the way we think. And in the scarcity paradigm, there's never enough resource to get where we want to go or to have what we want to have or to be what we want to be. And so by default, when we live in that paradigm and we choose to act and and be in that paradigm, we constantly look outside ourselves for answers that don't exist. We want more money. If we just had more money, that would solve our marriage problems or our financial stresses related to our mortgage and our job and our, our physical needs. You know, and that's, that's, that's a, a way of thinking that we've been trained, taught, and educated, indoctrinated, if you will, since we were small. But it's a betrayal of the cause of liberty. And, and, and as we study this and as you see this, you'll start to have eye-opening, paradigm-shifting experiences, and you'll say, whoa, oh, wait a minute. And at first it's hard. Matter of fact, you'll, you'll never see more violent opposition than from a consumer uh, when you start goofing around with their brain because, because they're afraid. One of the defining hallmarks of the scarcity paradigm or the consumer condition is fear. Consumers live in a constant state of fear. Now, they will always pretend that they're not afraid, but their decision-making question, whether it has to do with religion, love, politics, money, is based on a fear of losing, a fear of loss. By the way, it's that fear that justifies force all the time. We live in a society where the consumers have reigned for so long that it's an axiomatic assumption that if I'm afraid, it's okay to use force. And that is not why a principled, rational person ever uses force. Um, You see, on the other side of the equation, we have a producer paradigm. That's the purpose of the producer revolution, to teach the producer paradigm and to constantly remind and test and, and strengthen each other as we live day to day and meet week to week to keep our ideas strong and healthy in that producer paradigm. And in the producer paradigm, it is generally a state of faith, and it's not just blind faith or faith in abstract concepts, but faith in truths, faith in principles, and and we act based on that faith. And that paradigm is a paradigm of abundance. Our decision-making question is never based upon, our decision-making process is never based on a fear of loss, never. You know for certain you're in scarcity, you're in the consumer condition when you're making a decision based upon fear and particularly based on a fear of loss. So anyway, that's the second lecture. We're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight. That's the second lecture. We call that the two paradigms. The third lecture on liberty is called the three core values. It has to do with self-reliance, economic independence, and freedom. Uh, Those three things have corollaries, self-government, family government, and community government. That's the third lecture. Uh, The fourth lecture is what we call the five pillars of wealth, and this has to do with understanding economics, productivity, 
and prosperity. One of the reasons most of us are broke, and when I say us, I mean as Americans, as people in Western society, most people live paycheck to paycheck uh, and in scarcity uh, because they don't understand money. Uh, and matter of fact, they, they cop out and say, yeah, yeah, that's me. I don't understand it. I'm not good at it, as if that's somehow okay. Uh, of course, it's not okay. Uh, a producer takes uh, accountability and stewardship over temporal affairs. We don't look to outside uh, places first for our uh, temporal well-being. Anyway, that lecture is called The Five Pillars of Wealth. We talk about human life value versus property value. It's amazing. That, that, that lecture alone changes lives, changes financial conditions. That's why I'm so excited for the members of the Producer Revolution to be able to participate and receive all this every week um, for nothing. Uh, other than the commitment of time uh, and mental effort. And so uh, we've got one choice, two paradigms, three core values, five pillars of wealth. And then we have the seven fundamental seeds of liberty. In society, liberty succeeds as a cause to the extent to which these seven seeds are planted first in the homes and households of free citizens, in our families. And those seven seeds are what we talked about earlier because it's the organizing feature of our guilds. The first seed is religion, faith. The outgrowth of that seed, when it's properly planted, is a, is a liberty-based, free church that teaches that men are free and that it is a God-given right to be free that all men are endowed by their creator with liberty. And uh, if we want to reform churches, if we want to reform our own faith, uh, that seed has to be understood. The principles related to that seed have to be understood and planted first in our hearts and then in our homes so that when we participate, if we choose to participate in a church community, we bring something to the table. We don't show up as consumers, but we show up as producers. Uh, of course, we receive, but we give, we produce, principle of exchange. The second seed is the, the seed of education. If that seed is not planted properly in the home and the principles around that not planted properly in the home, then we look outside the home and our schools are counterproductive to the cause of liberty. And, and so the second seed is essential that families take stewardship and ownership for principle-based education. The third, the third seed or third fundamental is government or civics. It has to do with law, policy, um, judgment, punishment, uh, rules. And again, that seed has to be planted healthily and accurately in our homes, first in our hearts as individuals. That's what the Producer Revolution is about. Then we bring that into our homes and households, and we organize our homes and households under that stewardship, and that's healthy. And then from there, we have an outgrowth of a healthy institution, the institutions of government. If we don't have that seed planted properly in our, in our hearts and in our homes, the outgrowth is not conducive to liberty, and we get bad government. Um, so we get bad religion if it's not planted properly. We get bad education if it's not planted properly. We get bad government if it's not planted properly, so on and so forth. The next seed is health and wellness, same concept. The next seed is business, prosperity, economics. 
got to plant that in our home. If we don't have good temporal stewardship in our home, we don't plant that seed, we don't teach that, we don't live by that in our home, then the institutions in our world uh, become, our business institutions become counterproductive to liberty. Um, the next is art and culture. Same concept. The, the final is recreation, sports and play. Those seven seeds, there are the seven fundamental seeds of liberty that we must become aware of, knowledgeable of, that we must learn to plant and love, value in our own lives, and then we build on those in our homes. And when we've organized our homes properly, as literally many republics, that's what happens when you function properly in these seven areas, then we can participate effectively in building free society. Now, we don't have to wait till we're perfect. Of course, we don't have to wait till we're perfect. It's going to be a long time, and most of us won't reach perfection. It's the striving for it. It's the process, because by being engaged in that process, we can then unite with other like-minded individuals and families who share the same ideas. This is the piece that's been missing the, 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 the problem for most of us is we've been trained and educated to point at this, this massive, tyrannical structure in the distance that we call government. Uh, but it's not always government. Sometimes it's a corporation. Sometimes it's a school. And we complain about how unprincipled these institutions are. And we try to solve society's problems by fixing those institutions. It, it's like trying to fix an apple tree by doctoring the apples. And, and you're never going to do it. You've got to fix the seed and then plant a healthy seed, and then that can result in rapid revolution. Literally within years, within a few short years, the members of the producer revolution can change not only their personal lives and their homes and families, but their communities when, when they're sowing the proper ideas, the, the, the true ideas of liberty. So that's the seven fundamentals the seven fundamental seeds of liberty. Then after that, we have what's called the 11 stages of life. Now, most people don't understand that human liberty doesn't look the same for everyone. Now, now at first, again, consumers have a fear of loss, and you think I just insulted Thomas Jefferson and the Declaration of Independence. Don't be so quick to assume. The <laughs> it, it's self-evidently true that a six-month-old doesn't have the same ability or endowment of liberty as an adult. That six-month-old has the same right, but he can't act upon it, or she cannot act upon it. That six-month-old is entirely dependent on other human beings. And, and so it's self-evidently true that, that when we're young like that, when human beings are young like that, liberty looks different, and the cause of liberty affects us differently and we can engage differently based upon our stages. And there's 11 stages. As a matter of fact, this used to be taught uh, thoroughly in Western civilization. It was part of a classic or liberal education, but almost no one knows what we're talking about now when we talk about that. A parent, for example, has a different responsibility related to liberty because they have responsibility for children than an adult who's not a parent. Um, grandparents have unique responsibilities when their children are adults. Uh, as members of the community, and so on and so forth. And we studied that and we outlined that. Then the, the final lecture, the seventh lecture, is the 13 principles. And we talk about those 13 principles here uh, in the Producer Revolution. We identify them. 
uh, and we summarize them, we think about them, we use them, etc. But if you want a course on each of them, that is provided to members of the League, to the American Liberty League, and there are actually four different courses on the 13 principles because we break those 13 principles into four different perspectives, freedom, prosperity, peace, and happiness. So anyway, those are the general uh, topics of what our Thursday night calls will cover. One choice, two paradigms, three core values, five pillars, seven fundamentals, 11 stages, 13 principles. We won't cover all of each principle in a night. We'll sometimes cover portions of multiple uh, of these lectures, uh, but that's our basic curriculum. And trust you me, this is years worth of study and training. And, and one of the amazing things is going to be there are going to be people who come to these calls. There are going to be people who present that share perspectives that will enlighten all of us, that give us perspective. We'll be able to learn from each other's experience, etc. So I'm very excited about that. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to come back to that here, and just to kind of to wrap up the call, I'm going to talk a little bit about the two paradigms. But um, by way of kind of information, that's what I wanted to cover. I wanted to, to talk about the progress we've made with LibertyPledge.com. I wanted to talk about what we've launched with the Producer Revolution and the American Liberty League. I wanted to let you know that uh, PQM and LQM, the Prosperity Quest and Liberty Quest programs, are now rolling forward. I wanted to acknowledge Morgan and wanted to talk about the curriculum for these calls. Now, the Tuesday calls are more oriented towards activism, and the education piece is more oriented around the uh, primer. Uh, just by way of announcement, I know uh, the new members of the American Liberty League, I know there's a handful of you, uh, and you're waiting on your primer, and you're waiting on the 13 principles lectures, and uh, the, you will have those by next Tuesday. I'm hoping to get some of that information out still uh, before then, but... Uh, my commitment to you is you have those by our 7 o'clock meeting next Tuesday. Uh, I'm very excited about that. We have a new primer. We have the uh, first 14 weeks of the 13 Principles Lectures already ready to go, so you can look forward to that. Um, the last thing I'll say before I get back to a short uh, presentation of uh, this two paradigms topic, I, I want to again hit on the idea of inviting others. The The purpose of launching forth with the producer revolution is literally to build a movement and a movement is based upon ideas a real movement is based upon ideas not just whims and i've just covered for you a hundred ideas you, you don't you don't see it i just i talked about seven lectures but within those seven lectures there are a hundred specific ideas invite those who you know love liberty to come join with us and it costs them nothing just time and mental effort and we can build this into a movement and as we move forward, we will start to see things happen where the fruit of that exchange will be tremendous. So I invite you to share LibertyPledge.com on social media with your friends, etc. There's also a video on uh, the Producer Revolution, just a two-minute video. Uh, you certainly can share that. Um, uh, you're welcome to do that. Uh, if any of you need help doing that or whatnot, just drop us a line. So, again, with that said, I'm going to take a, a few minutes now. Uh, I've got about 20 minutes to 8, so I'm going to back up and I'm going to talk tonight about these two paradigms. And if you have comments or questions, again, like we mentioned, uh, Facebook, email, or I'll have a, a few minutes here at the end of the call. To back up and, and talk about these two paradigms, I, I can't stress you know, to the new person how essential it is when we start to make the paradigm shift 
into abundance and into the producer paradigm. There's two ways to see yourself when you look into the mirror every day. You can see yourself largely as a person who takes, who everywhere you go, you're asking the question, what do I get from this? What um, did that get, give me? That is a consumer-based paradigm because a consumer identifies and a consumer's identity is wrapped around what they consume. That's why it's so important to consumers what kind of clothes they wear and what kind of brand name uh, appliances or, or cars or, or neighborhoods or, or companies they work for. Because consumers identify with stuff and specifically the stuff they're allowed to consume. They feel more powerful the more stuff they have the power to consume. The more food they can buy, the more clothes they can buy, the bigger house they can buy, the, the more cars they can have. And, and th this is, is, is how most of the world has been trained, taught, and educated to think. The problem with that frame of mind is consumers usually have the le least portion of all of those things. Because the consumer paradigm is a paradigm of despair. And the consumer paradigm leads a person to an unproductive life. And so the person quite literally doesn't have enough of all the things that they want. This leads the consumer into a perpetual state of mind that, that most of us call victimhood. Matter of fact, we live in a society now where, where the majority of our mass entertainment celebrates victimhood. We, we celebrate, we, we reward people for having good victim stories. And it's just disgusting. Uh, first of all, when something tragic happens to someone, that's horrible. But there's no celebration in the victimization. But the problem is most of us have been taking on the mantle of victimhood, and we want others to give us more stuff because we're victims. Matter of fact, you'll hear people in the consumer paradigm say all the time, well, you should just give that to me. Well, I mean, I'm entitled to that. I mean, I deserve that. You know, and they get angry with their boss or with their religious leader or with their dance instructor or, or, or you know, with their school teacher because they don't see me for who I am. They should give me some of their time. They should give me some of their talent. They should give me some of their money. I want it. Now, <laughs> it comes natural. It comes so natural. Matter of fact, when you first teach this to somebody, they're like, yeah. The problem with that paradigm is, like I mentioned earlier, is it causes a human being to live in a perpetual state of quiet desperation, of fear, constantly afraid of losing everything that's available in all seven of those institutions that grow out of the seven fundamental seeds. For example, a person lives in constant fear of losing their faith. Maybe that's not you. Maybe that's your neighbor. Maybe that's your brother. Or, or they even lose their faith. And they're in a constant state of losing faith. Because they don't know what to have faith in, by the way. Because they don't understand principles. They use the word, but they don't understand what it means. And they don't understand much, by the way. Consumers don't, don't generally take ownership of their ideas. They want to take ownership of stuff. Because they're defined by ownership of stuff. A producer begins by taking ownership of their mind. And being responsible for their ideas. That's one of the problems we have in the cause of liberty now. We've got a bunch of what I call you know, the patriotic sheep of the brain-off conspiracy where they're out there trying to do good, 
and they want to make the world a better place, but their mind is full of poison. Their mind is full of tyranny. As a matter of fact, I just got an email today from a state uh, senator who was asking my opinion on a proposed constitutional amendment, and it's, it's hilarious because he and his colleagues have no idea what the principles are. They just know what the political issues are. See, that's consumer mentality. Consumer knows what the issues are, not the answers. So a consumer can always complain and tell you why this issue is bad, why poverty is bad, why homelessness is bad, you know, why financial despair is bad, why immorality is bad. A consumer can always tell you those things, but a consumer never knows what to do about it. And, then, and, and they're so afraid, that's why they want the government to protect them when they go out and buy some kind of course or, or college education or self-help material or financial planning. They want the government to protect them because they know they have no idea what they're looking for. They're looking for answers, but they can't recognize answers. Matter of fact, when they do try to answer any of those questions in life uh, and it doesn't work out, they blame others because they don't take ownership for their ideas and therefore they don't take ownership for their choices. Consumers are destroyers and they, they refuse stewardship. Producers begin by taking ownership and recognizing the stewardship over their own mind. And they take responsibility for their choices and they learn from their choices, recognizing not in fear, but in faith that part of learning is making mistakes. Producers have no fear of making mistakes. Producers don't like making mistakes because it's a waste of resources. It's not productive. But producers understand that it's okay, that making a mistake means I did something. It means I took action. The only mistake that's a bad mistake is either an immoral act, right, where we need to change our heart, or where we don't make ourselves learn, where we don't choose to adjust our ideas. So producer sees the world fundamentally different, not as a place to take, but a place to produce. And by produce, what that means is to create value by acting on their own choices. A producer, for example, views their role in every relationship as a commitment, whether it's a commitment to a spouse, commitment to a child, commitment to a friend. A producer views their role first from the perspective of how can I create value in this relationship? Now, that requires an ownership of the mind, and it requires a personal commitment to understand our own ideas. And producers value having answers and value knowing truths. Matter of fact, it's because producers place their faith in those truths and understand that over time principles govern and that good acting, principled acting over time yields good fruit, positive fruit. Uh, producers aren't afraid and therefore producers don't gamble. Producers hate to speculate. Producers do not take unsecured risks. That's what, that's what consumers think producers do because consumers can't tell the difference. When we live in the producer paradigm, we acknowledge that bad things happen in this world, and we ask ourselves, how can I create value in this world? And that uplifts, by the way, the people who bad things happen to, including ourselves. The, the best course of conduct for a producer is to engage in the act of creating value, which, by the way, is why producers generally have more of the things that consumers want, because when you become a productive force, people want to be around you. When you know answers, people want to be around you. When you've committed yourself to the world of ideas, people want to know what you think. Consumers are always angry that nobody respects their opinion, but consumers have never invested any time, effort, or money into forming that opinion. 
Matter of fact, consumers don't like paying for education. They think education should be free. Producers would prefer to pay for education over everything else because if you have an education, you can obtain anything that's necessary for your desires. And uh, you can start to see why in the political world the consumers have ruled for far too long and why we have politicians who pander to the consumer mindset. So we want to change the political landscape. We've got to change the way we think. And, and not just because it changes who we elect, it's because it changes what we tolerate. It changes how we interact in the world. It changes how we interact with contracts. It changes how we do business. We don't need the government to solve our liberty problem. In the producer paradigm, we begin by solving it ourselves. And that paradigm is critical, and it starts to lead to happiness, by the way. The, the result of consuming more value in life than you produce is despair. No one wants to be around you. You don't have the ability to consume. You don't have the ability to do what you want. There's never enough love. There's never enough respect. And it leads to an emptiness. And, and people try to fill that emptiness with power and vindictiveness and, and, and stealing physical things. In the producer paradigm, the natural fruit is happiness because there's a state of satisfaction when you know you've created value and there's evidence of the value you've created. There's a sense of satisfaction. Producers not only take stewardship seriously, but producers are proud or satisfied or confident when they look in the world and see what they have done. Producers judge others by their acts and specifically by their long-term acts of production. That's how they judge themselves, by the way. And 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 not you know again a consumer doesn't understand that, so you, you got to be careful. It's a perpetual teaching uh, lesson here. Um, a couple other interesting things about the producer paradigm. In the producer paradigm, a producer does not choose to keep relationships that are fear-based. A producer seeks relationships that are faith-based. I had an email yesterday uh, from a person who was contemplating joining the American Liberty Society, and, and he was referring me to these different blogs and YouTube videos of individuals who were sharing their despair, their doubts, their fears all over the place, and debunking what they claimed were worldviews and truths and all these things. And I said, I am not going to choose to, to build a relationship with people whose only purpose is to declare what they don't know. There's nothing wrong, with, by the way, with admitting what you don't know. That's essential. It's honesty. It's candor. But the movement of liberty cannot succeed based on what we don't know, based on what has been taken from us. No political leader in the cause of liberty is ever going to rally the forces of good by rallying them around a claim of loss, look what's been taken from us. Look, that doesn't work. Look around the world where revolutions are based on scarcity. All it does is empower the tyrants. The producers build revolutions based on what we have, and the first thing all of us have that no one has taken from us is the ability to think. Now, the challenge is we labor under deception, and we've got to correct that. And we can't correct it by ourselves. That's why we associate with each other. And through perspective, we're able to learn truth and correct our perspective uh, and correct our understanding and, and literally uh, purify our minds. And, and that's the first order of business for a person who wants to be a producer. Uh, producers also uh, 
by the way, do not um, – the difference between a consumer and a producer is a producer does not look outside their home before they look inside their home for any of those seven fundamentals, religion, education, government, okay, go on health, wellness, prosperity, economics, art and culture, and recreation. Let me ask you, how much of time do you spend working on those things in your home? Consumers spend almost no time working on those things in their home. They just complain that they can't get good religion or good education or good government or good medicine or good art. Man, the movies these days stink, right? The music these days is sound. How come I can't buy good music these days? Have you seen what's on TV for my kids? How come we can't consume good things? A producer begins by saying, what good can I produce? What good faith can I teach in my home? What good education can I measure, produce, be responsible for in my home? What good government can I engage in in my home? How justly, how can I improve myself in that area in my home? What good health, what can I do to improve the health, my health and wellness? And it becomes a lifestyle. This way of thinking, my friends, these seven lectures on liberty, these hundred ideas, become a day-to-day routine where we're constantly purifying, policing, controlling our thoughts. You know what that's called? It's called discipleship. Producers are disciples of truth. But what does that mean? Producers love to try perpetually disciplining themselves. Uh, Let me say that more simply. Producers love the idea of striving for greater discipline. Because with greater discipline, as long as discipline that's driven first and foremost internally by our commitment to the truth, leads to greater productivity. Because we know more, we have better relationships, our human life value increases, and therefore our ability to produce value in the world increases. Now I know for some of you who've heard these ideas before, uh, this is an introduction. And that's true. That's what the producer revolution is about. But, but as some of you can attest, these concepts are deep. They're worth repeating often. And, and these two paradigms, I'm just giving you a taste of these two things. These two paradigms make all the difference. If you're going to choose liberty, the first thing you then have to do is take ownership for your ideas and choose a worldview. Choose whether you're going to see yourself as a consumer or choose whether you're going to see yourself as a producer. Choose whether you're going to purposely engage in building relationships with more consumers or choose whether you're going to build more relationships with more producers. Choose whether you're going to continue to focus on what you can buy and what you can consume or choose whether you're going to strive to produce more and better quality in each of those seven areas. You're going to do better at recreating yourself and your family through sports and and outdoor activities and and physical engagement with the natural world. You're going to do better at art and culture yourself. You're going to write. You're going to read. You're going to participate in a healthy way. You know another thing consumers don't do? Consumers complain, but they don't produce. Producers, if they see a bad work of art or a bad movie, they, they write a movie review. Now, so do consumers sometimes. But the point is, producers don't find value in just observing what doesn't exist. Producers want to do something about it. If producers have a good experience or a bad experience, they want to share the good experience or improve on the bad experience. So, so that's part of the choice. If you want to see more liberty, it starts with you. Create 
the environment for liberty in your own heart first and then in your own home. You want more freedom related to health care? We'll start by looking at the choices that you can make on a day-to-day basis to learn more about health and wellness. Most adults I know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from experience here, haven't been uh, educated at all about the basic elements of taking care of their body, which, by the way, is, is the only thing that they are given uh, by nature uh, to govern their consumption. So it, it even makes you a better consumer. Uh, matter of fact, you'll find that this is a great irony. Producers generally consume more than consumers do. The most productive members of our society usually consume more than the people who are consumers because they're using those resources to create. The secret in life is not to consume less or to produce more. That's business school 101 in consumerism. Okay? The secret to life is the ratio That's why when we take the Liberty Pledge, we pledge to create more value in the world than we consume. If you want to consume more, that's fine. That's just a challenge to live better, to produce more, and to become a greater force for good, first in your home, in your family, in your community, and then in the world at large. That's where we go, my friends. That's why the producer revolution is so important. We want to get like-minded people who love liberty and who are willing to work on a daily, hourly basis to inculcate in their own minds and among their friends and among their families the producer paradigm. Uh, If you want to learn more about that, I invite you to study it. Um, One of the things we'll be doing also is be sending emails on these concepts. If you've got questions, ideas, thoughts, be a producer. Write them down. And don't just write me an email. Write them down in an open letter so that we can share it with other members of the producer revolution. Be a producer. As my friend Les McGuire used to say, do you ever look around the world and wonder why? Some people always seem to land on their feet, and other people always seem to land on their face because of the way we think. Tragedy can happen to any of us. Accidents can happen to any of us. Bad things can happen to any of us. We can all lose things. We can lose loved ones. We can lose reputations. We can lose respect. But producers aren't afraid of that because producers are engaged in becoming better and stronger, more moral, more faithful, And when bad things happen or when producers lose, they become stronger producers. And and this paradigm has been a a paradigm through the ages. You can find it in all of the major works of written scripture. You can find it in all credible and quality self-help literature. You can find it in all of the professions related to all of those seven areas. I was just reading a research paper that someone wrote the other day on Michael Jordan because there's this Michael Jordan tribute going around. And one of the things they were talking about is how we can learn from the principles that Michael Jordan employed to become the greatest professional basketball player. And there were people saying, oh, it's just basketball. Who cares? But these choices on how we see the world affect everything we do in all of those areas. And whatever your desires are, whatever your passions are for yourself, it's time to wake up. It's time to take responsibility for those things and grow them and produce for them. That's how you can serve those you love the most. That's, and, and, and you're not doing it just for them. It makes you a better producer. So I welcome you, uh, new members of the Producer Revolution, and challenge you to be part of this, not just passive participants. The Producer Revolution has indeed begun. 
All right, I'm going to take a quick look and see if uh, there are any emails or any questions. Looks like I answered a couple of them uh, while I was uh, sending texts here at the beginning. Uh, if you want to unmute yourself as part of the call, you can use the star key twice, and uh, that will unmute you, and I'll be happy to uh, take your comment, question, or call. Um, all right, let's see. I just got a message. Uh, question, may I purchase the primer without a membership? You can't presently, but you will be able to. Um, the primer, uh, just to give you an idea, the primer is basically the membership manual. And so um, uh, I'm not sure why you, you would want it, but uh, trusting that you may have a legitimate reason, uh, it will be available for sale uh, when we launch the ALS bookstore, but that's not our first priority. Our first priority is getting that to our members. Um, and you know, you know, if you'd like to review it or something like that, I'm certainly sure that uh, some of our members would be happy to make that possible for you. Um, if you have a specific, more specific question, uh, you know, about you know, kind of what's in the primer, that kind of thing, uh, be happy to answer it. But, but no, the primer is generally written as a manual for this revolution. Uh, and and while we will make it available. Uh, for purchase to anyone, that's not our first priority. Our first priority is to get it out to our members, and uh, it'll be in PDF format um, for them. So uh, let's see. Next question. Okay, uh, someone asking a question about our program for the youth. Um, the Producer Revolution is for both adults and the youth. This Thursday night call is designed for adults. Um, as we uh, see leadership emerge in the producer revolution, we will ask individuals in the producer revolution to host um, maybe a podcast or some type of uh, media event that uh, the youth can uh, participate in where these uh, ideas and the seven lectures on liberty can be presented in a way that's more um, geared towards the youth and, and the major divisions of the youth. Uh, but right now, these Thursday night calls, uh, certainly youth are welcome to listen with you, uh, but they're designed, and as we move forward, they'll be designed primarily for adults. Um, the second part of your question uh, related to our educational program, uh, the Liberty Quest Mentoring is, is the main program offered through American Founders Academy uh, for our youth, and it can be either a supplement to... Um, a child's existing education, or it can be a replacement, uh, K-12. through They can graduate from American Founders Academy if they want. It's an awesome questing program, but it's not available to the public. Uh, both Prosperity Quest Mentoring and Liberty Quest Mentoring are just available to members of the Liberty League. Uh, if you'd like to know more about that, uh, drop me an email, and I'm happy to send you some information about that. Again, send your questions to support at libertypledge.com. All right. Um, Anybody with a question on the phone? Anybody want to unmute themselves and ask a question? All right, very good, guys. We'll call it a wrap for our Producer Revolutions uh, call this week. And for the rest of you, uh, if you've got comments or questions, stay in touch. Be a producer. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, and uh, look forward to seeing you next week.